Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Call with a timely episode here about the topic of New Year's resolutions, uh, a topic that gets thrown around a lot in uh, in the new year, every year. And uh, myself, John, and Ammer take some time to just talk about its, you know, their effectiveness and whether or not they actually have worked for us in the past and what we're doing this year on an individual level. And obviously that conversation leads to many places throughout the episode. So we're excited to hear any feedback you guys have for us. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the weekly call. So we can turn on the stress response just by thought alone. We can think about our problems and turn on those chemicals. That means then our thoughts could make us sick. So if it's possible that our thoughts could make us sick, is it possible then our thoughts could make us well? The answer is absolutely yes. You're listening to the Weekly Call Podcast with Austin, Hammer, and John. Welcome. It's enormously important that you do have the right friends. If they make you a better person than you otherwise would be, that's the ultimate gift. It deals for the most part with success. It deals with people who you started your life off with and what success does to them. People look at you strange saying you changed, like you worked that hard to stay the same, like you're doing all this for a reason. Remind yourself, this fight that you're in, this is what will make you stronger. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Uh, it is the lads here at the Weekly Call. We've got Ammer in Etobicoke, Ontario. How are you this evening, Ammer? I am doing fantastically. Great. Uh, I don't know if that's a word. It uh, is now. John Colonna, BC. How are you this evening? I'm good. Yeah, really good. How about yourself? I am. Uh, I'm great. You know, sometimes it's nice when you guys throw it back to me. Sometimes you don't. You just start. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. Well, well you, you know ask. what? We're actually yeah, just yeah. trying to test you. The Stoics have this idea that you should just do good in the world and not expect things back. Yeah, true. Well, and we're actually just trying to test your character to see, damn. you know, how bad you need uh, that that thrown back, right? You know, you, like I'm, it seems uh, like you're trying to throw boomerangs as if they're frisbees. Yeah. Ooh. Damn, yeah. you're just going to wreck me like that 10 seconds in, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah so I, you I failed. I think I needed that. I think I needed that. I'm going to I'm gonna sign off, and I'll see you guys next week. Because, okay? like, you're just, like, assigning <laughs> that to us, right? Like, like you're just assigning, you know what I mean? Like, you're just, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, what's, like... Well, finally, you guys finally said, how are you too, you know? <laughs> I love like, how the one time we finally throw it back, and you just get, it's just, like, we throw, you just it, get roasted, we throw it back yeah. in the brick. Yeah. yeah. I gotta be careful here. You gotta be careful. <laughs> Yo, throwing Frisbees like they're boomerangs is, mm, that's an all-time one right there. Yeah. It's like, I've done this for you. What about this for me? Have well, you guys had? Yeah, like, I've had that happen. Of, yeah. Like I, I know Tony. Yeah, it, it, but it's like it's also like one of the most unattractive. <laughs> I'm not trying to throw you off here, but, <laughs> but no, no, go but off, like, go off. It's I like agree. a pretty unattractive. Um, it's a pretty unattractive way of living, though, because I mean, when especially when it's super inauthentic. Like I think one of the most disingenuous things is when someone does something only because they have an expectation of return. Because oh, yeah. at that point, it, it completely devalues the, the original act it's kind of like you know um like when you i don't know um drive somebody home from a bar 
OOM or something you want something you want to share about? <laughs> well, no, but that's a good example. Like I, 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 I had a friend like back in the day, for example, and he'd be notorious for offering people people rides home, and then like right, like right, like you know, maybe like a minute before he's like about to drop you off, he's like, "Hey, man, can I get five dollars?" <laughs> yeah, can I get that gas that's money? And insane, but no, no, he, he'd always ask for five dollars, <laughs> and it's like, "Hey, man, like you drove me like like maybe like." <laughs> Like, I don't know, like not one, either not very far or two. It's like, hey, man, like, I think I live like before you, like, as in like, like I'm like, like, you're just dropping me off, like on the way. Like, it's not even like you had to like detour here. Like, like, what do you, you know, and but but he'd always be that guy. And so like, it got to the point where no one would ever give him a ride anywhere. Like, like, so as in like, and like, but like magically I never asked for gas money. No one ever, you know, but I would always give people gas money. What's this? So uh, this is, oh, is a, a, oh, dude, this is this a, is a vine. vine by King Batch. I think you'll love this, John. It's just 40 seconds, but if you're, this if you're watching this is, on the, on the Patreon, guy. you're going to love this, but you, you can also hear it. So King Batch, this is just the meme of the guy who drives you to the destination, asks for gas money. What happens if you tell him no? So this is what happens. Take me to the hospital. You got that gas money? Man, I'm shot! Well, rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Dan. Alright, you got that gas money? I'm gonna get you next time. Oh, cool. Hey, what you doing? Know? Take your ass back to the crib. Yeah, Alright, Dan. <laughs> you got that gas money? Well, this is an electric car. Yeah, you right. <laughs> you Alright, Dan. You got that gas money? Oh, no, I only got my card. Oh, that's all good. <laughs> you got that gas money? Actually, I do. You need to sit. No, you don't. Nick! Back to the crib. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That's yeah. hilarious. So yeah, he but got tased, he yeah, got right. swiped, he got he got driven back home. Like yeah. But it totally ruins it though, right? Because like it's like, it, you know, <laughs> yeah, it, it just ruins it. It just totally ruins it. Yeah. 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 There's nothing worse than doing uh, a favor, and then so- having someone use it against you. I remember. Well, yeah, my mom. Believe it or not, as a kid, a lot. In prison, that's a currency. Favors, like that's huge. Like if you're in the, it's also depending on your culture. Favors are like a thing that's like normal to keep tabs of. Mm. So like I'll be honest, like in Middle Eastern culture, you should always repay a favor. So if somebody like takes mm. you out to dinner and like pays, like you should remember that. And that's something like even my parents taught me. It's like okay, you gotta remember that. You gotta invite wow. them over. If you get invited, well, somebody's. Agree. I agree. I'm not saying that you shouldn't repay favors. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's like an underwritten code, but there's also a way of being where you do things and you, you know, like, this is kind of like the whole like tit for tat kind of thing, you know, like, like a give and take by Adam Grant, you know, like there's a lot of takers in the world, you know, like if you have a friend, for example, who just, uh, anytime you go out for lunch, he just never has his wallet. You're just going to stop going out for lunch with that guy. Cause he's a total taker. He's just taking advantage of you. Right um versus like i have some friends where like you know like maybe i pay sometimes they pay sometimes and then i have tristan and i have like an unwritten code that we just don't pay for each other anymore like it, it just got to the point where it's like dude like you know you have money i have money like we don't need to like act as if like this is a thing like you just pay for your own shit I pay is, for is shit, that right is that where the term uh this guy's taking me out to lunch comes from Ooh, this guy's just been taking I, me I out to lunch i don't know what you mean by that i've never heard that expression like kind of been getting like you taken advantage of yeah when somebody's taking advantage you'd be like oh this guy's trying to take me out to lunch maybe i think austin if you've heard it then you then yeah, i yeah I, I, I think I that's where it can come from i think that's pretty cool see how that stems, stems from yeah but like i i feel like you know you see that all the time like you know it's like yeah i mean there's many situations in life where i feel like there's a there's a give and take for sure right um 
yeah, there's a huge give or take, right? And I think a lot of people are takers and then those people tend to, you know, people tend to give less to those people because they realize that they're freeloaders, right? I mean, like you could, you could extrapolate that out to society as well, right? Like there's a lot of people who just are constantly taking from society. And, and uh, I think it, there's probably, there's probably some level of like entitlement there, like some, some, some level of like egotism, you know, maybe some narcissism mixed in there, you know, all the good, all the good traits um, with just always being a taker, you know, like that entitlement to it. Yeah, but John, uh, you're reading Think and Grow Rich for the second time or the third time or whatever. whatever no, it's my first time. Oh, okay, cool. Well, isn't the main theme of the book is taking what you deserve out of life? I don't Just know if that's the main theme. No, not the main theme. One of the sub-themes for sure. Wouldn't even necessarily, it's like, a, I mean, like, how? like how do, I would how say can, that's... How can you even deny that? Um, I don't know if the wording of that's correct. Like taking what you want from life. I don't know... Like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know whether take. I don't know, I don't know if Napoleon Hill would endorse the word take in that sentence. Oh, I see. Okay, you're just highlighting the word take there. Yeah, like he's talking about earning. If anything, no. If anything, I I really don't think he he would use the word take. I mean, yeah. I mean, I disagree with a lot of what I've been reading. The first couple chapters were pretty solid. Um, the last few chapters I've been reading and thinking, which I've obviously on the podcast of you know, been very opposed to affirmations and like the law of attraction and things like that. And that's kind of what I've been reading, but nonetheless, it's still a pretty good book. Well, I, I wouldn't, you just paired up uh law of attraction and affirmations in the same pool. I would say they're pretty different things, but the, the end yeah, of the book does talk about those two there. things. It wasn't like, it was like a, I'm typically against law of attraction and that the same way that I'm against McDonald's okay. and you know, child molestation, like, you know, totally oh my God. In the same, you know, <laughs> we just got demonetized right there. Um, well, speaking of, uh, stories, uh, I heard this, uh, story, um, out of all places, it was this clip that I saw, you know how, um, on Facebook, you have like little clips they get recommended if you're scrolling on Facebook, kind of like YouTube no, shorts. You ever seen YouTube shorts? Yeah. No. Yeah, there's this YouTube short um, of a uh, of a story that I liked. Uh, that uh, what's a YouTube who's short? It's like, just it's YouTube's attempt to gain market share from the the TikTok. Um, is it just like a short video content? Yeah, yeah it's like 15 much. seconds. Yeah, don't and in it, I, I think like, what? Sorry, I don't mean to nitpick this, but like, what's the difference sure. between a, a YouTube short and just a short video? Just like it's the, way the format. Yeah. The oh, format okay. is vertical with with uh, with music, um, which is like what the format TikTok uses. If that makes sense, the, the, the way TikTok the reason it succeeds is because it, it just has a different content style. So it's mostly vertical. It's very short, very ADD friendly. A lot of music playing in the background. ADD friendly, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like what um, what's the difference between Tik? Tick chat and uh, Vine. Stop, stop, stop. Do that on purpose. <laughs> I can see it, it in your work. face when you try and get it wrong. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, What's the difference between Tick chat and Rope? <laughs> rope? Or I meant Vine. Rope? Vine. Oh, there you go. <laughs> 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 this rope. Okay. Uh... <laughs> there is a big difference. Which is um, Vine did a bad job of monetizing their content because yeah. it was just like free flowing and there was no moderation whatsoever. That was one. Uh, two, 
Vine's algorithm was based on creator, not content. So you would follow a creator. Remember in, in the old days on YouTube, you'd subscribe to somebody and then just watch their content? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. apparently the economics of that aren't very profitable. Right. They want you to keep watching new content and falling into deeper rabbit holes because that's how they hold your attention. Mm. And when you have, when they have your attention, they can sell it for impressions to advertisers. Mm. I pay for impressions. Right. So um, Vine failed to do that. And so TikTok saw the success of Vine, iterated on its weaknesses, and pretty much their algorithm and their AI can just learn what you like and your interests way better than any other algorithm out there dude um this maybe other than like uh, maybe other than like 2016 fate like facebook's algorithm in 2016 could do some like insane stuff who but then is that um sorry then apple mean, who is that guy who is like the dude who's like the guy in lord of the rings uh you, you Amber, have you watched lord of the rings golem i don't know no no have you but you've seen lord sure. of the rings only like one i played the video game do you know do you remember that like i think his name was like snake worm or something like that and he was like the dude who was like had like in, in like, the, like the king of rohiran or rohan or whatever and he was like next to him he's like, like this creepy dude oh <laughs> you know that guy <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like using social media is like accepting to go on a date with that guy yeah shoving this this evil energy negative yeah, energy like, around you this whole yeah, time it's like volunteering conniving it's like oh yeah, did you like, compare dude. yourself to somebody today do you feel yeah, inferior yeah. yet yeah yeah i don't, no, totally I don't, agree. I don't get tempted with the um with the desire to compare myself to other people though i kind of uh, on social media oh do you have twitter no yeah, yeah so that happens on twitter i'll never get twitter i think i think twitter is the oh, rock bottom of, well, of what that is. but hold on instagram you, can do that a lot too but doesn't yeah. comparison go both ways though it's not like like the, you could look at other people's content and say like you're like you're going to compare yourself against you know who you are right Right. But I would also argue that by posting photos that you want people to perceive you in a certain way, that's you comparing yourself to others in the sense that they're going to look at your content and compare themselves. And I feel like that's the same yeah. Like, thing. On, yeah. Maybe, on Instagram, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, I so I guess I'm talking like about Insta, when I post yeah, Instabook. It's like I'm, I don't know, it's like I'm emailing a bunch of people being like, hey, you know. On what? <laughs> Like when I post something on Instagram, it's like it's like I'm pretty much just emailing people, being like, "Hey, here's what I did today." <laughs> yeah, know? my favorite, my favorite like, of Insta of Instabook is still like, imagine oh, you <laughs> you, sh- you should be saying Insta ounce. That would have been funnier. Instagram Insta, Insta ounce. Insta ounce. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Delayed delayed ounce Instagram. <clears throat> Insta leader. Insta leader. Yeah. Insta leader. <laughs> <laughs> what is um, happening? Why yeah, do we right. go off on these tangents? I don't, I don't get it. John, <laughs> ahead, no, no, I'm John trying to point out that when okay. he gets things wrong, it makes him look like he What's this thing that's so fascinating about YouTube wrong? Shorts? What have I got It's an wrong? excellent, excellent way to grow he their brand. called an app Rope. Dude, this is hilarious. Dude, I might, okay. I, there's no way I'm supposed to keep track of all these different things. There's no way. <laughs> Old man Morgan. But yeah. imagine like you go down to, I think I've already said this before, but nonetheless, it's still worth it. Imagine going down to Walmart and like, like I, I always wonder, like of the photos that people upload to like Face Snap and stuff like that. Like, imagine actually going. Like, would you actually like, like take up like go down to Walmart oh. Vision Center, print off a series of photos, and like mail that to your friends? 
with a note with your caption. Like, it's, you just wouldn't, right? But you would on those. But I don't. But I don't. I don't see the difference there. Like, it's like the fact that you knew what to call Walmart's photo section by name, but not Instagram, is infuriating. Dude, I, I go to Walmart Vision Center all the time to print off photos because I actually mail people shit. I mail people photos. <laughs> of you. Yeah, but, dude, it's yeah, allegedly when things I'm becomes kidding, popular, the more the reverse becomes effective. So I mail people photos, and they always phone me or write back to me, dude, this, this thanks for the photo, man. I'm going to put that on my fridge. So oh, meanwhile, yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone else is just, like, on someone on Instagram. I'm on, mother, I'm on motherfuckers' fridges out here. Okay? <laughs> John, how fridge about this? Morgan. How about this? I, I would... <laughs> I would guarantee that if you made an Instagram account, okay, and it was just called John's uh, John's Books or John Reads or whatever, and all you did was every time you finished a book, you just took a photo of the cover, and then you wrote like a, a like a short-winded review of some sort, like a short-winded review, and then your biggest takeaway. I would bet you that within a year, you would have like thousands of followers. Yeah, I just one, I just don't play that game. But two, I just don't. I, I don't like people that much. I, like, I truly like, believe. I'm not, like I'm if, not. If, out here if someone who to... loves, if someone who loves reading does that, yeah. I I my prediction would be is that they would end up reading less. Yeah. Really. 100%. Dude, one hundred percent, dude. You know how I read so much? I don't have Instabook and stuff like that. It just doesn't happen, <laughs> right? Yeah. All the focus that's that would be allocated to all these things is just allocated to one thing. Yeah, no, definitely. And there is no outcome of reading. It's well, not I to guess gain a follower. I, I guess what I should have said is that yes, you would have thousands of followers, but I do think that you would be providing a tremendous amount of value to people who f- choose to follow you. The, the answer yeah. Austin, I know what you're saying. The answer to this, I truly believe, is to have somebody that just shadows John and takes those pictures for him. Mm. And John doesn't know of the existence of this account, you know, just like Gary Vee kind of does. Mm. He has a guy just follow him and Gary Vee just becomes Gary Vee. And that's why he's the best because he doesn't do it for the views. He does it because that's what he believes in. Yeah. So that makes uh, sense. Interesting. Although, interesting. you know, it's the most interesting, Austin, is the way that you just framed that, that you'd be offering so much value. You know, I'm just going to throw something else out there. Uh, for everyone that's on Instabook and and Face Snap and all that stuff, right? Consider this, like, it's like this. I feel like this is like, like you know, like you go on like you go on like linked out or whatever, and you. <laughs> Sorry, that one was that one was good. <laughs> of which you have LinkedIn, no, by the way. That one was the worst. You do. I, I'm that connected with you on LinkedIn. No, no, I, I I do have linked backwards. I do have that. So, but point being. There seems to be this focus that everyone's like trying to like use these things because they're trying to offer value. Do you know what's a really good way of offering value in society? Improving oneself, improving your character, actually becoming an outstanding citizen, becoming more skilled so you can be more productive, which raises our GDP. We actually can raise the standard of living. We can become more prosperous on a global scale. You can actually make shit. Do you know what's what not if your productivity? What if, what if your productivity is is revolved around creating content yeah like in the movie industry uh, 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 here's or a, a news here's a news flash to the world okay 
It's like there's like this huge Ponzi scheme for motivation right now, okay? It's like, hey man, I'm gonna make motivated content so that you're more motivated to make more motivated content. It's like, hey guys, does everyone realize that like motivation is actually like the lowest currency here? It's like it's like the whole world's got into like this thing where they're like, yeah man, let's all just get each other super jacked up. It's like, dude, well, we're all getting super jacked up on Instachat. The Chinese are actually making shit, selling it to us and we're trading our currency for that. Dude, we're getting fucked right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay the chinese based. aren't on insta chat the chinese are in factories making shit we are falling behind every second that we dude keep i had trouble to i had trouble it. reading yeah, ray book to, we need to make why, shit John, or uh, Amber, why because like i'm charging in u.s said. in u.s dollars for, yeah. for my program and i'm like maybe i should be charging in yen no, no, no. Don't get all fired up about that. Come on. I mean, dude, you'll be fine. No, hey, look, man. No, no. They're you coming. can always change the currency, buddy. You can always change the currency. I mean, no, you know, I know, I know, I know. You know, Hugo Boss but I'm is just fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you you get where I'm coming from. I, I, I know like, where you're coming from. I wouldn't get too caught up in the currency of it. I would, I would, I mean, if you're productive, you'll do, you'll do fine. But th- there's this, this whole like motivation Ponzi scheme that's going on in society. It's a little fucked up. And when I say society, I mean just the West, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like motivational videos. I used to really love them. Well, but then I'll ask you this, John. How just, are we any different? For me? How do we not play into that? Well, I would say that our conversations definitely... Um, I mean, I, I find them quite helpful in my own life. Right? No, like, no. Just to keep myself... <clears throat> Sorry. I, same, no, no. Yeah, I w- as we've said before, we've had this conversation before it was a podcast for over a year. Yeah. Uh, once a week we would talk and I think we just decided to record them and release them, which is what turned into this podcast. I'm talking about uh, just how we market it, essentially. Like we have... Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't do this podcast. I mean, you know, like this is going to be kind of like an unpopular you know, thing, but I don't do this podcast because we have listeners. I do this because I enjoy talking to you. Austin and I enjoy talking to you. No, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't think I think we're actually we all, all on the share same that. page that. Yeah, we're all on yeah. the same page. I'm just saying we still do have someone on the podcast who is on our team who's responsible for doing that. Like the, the, oh, the social media stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, well, making... I mean, hold on. I mean, look at, I mean, you know, these are two different things. No, but I mean, no, here's, I'm just no, playing dude, devil's Jamie, advocate. I just no, no, want to know I mean, how you respond. So okay. Jamie Dimon, who's the CEO of uh, uh, JP Morgan Chase, yeah, the bank, uh, he he released a statement because okay so jp morgan a lot of their clients had asked if they could start trading bitcoin on their investing platforms through jp morgan okay Mm. and jamie uh you know allowed it he's like yeah let's do it let's just get some bitcoin on there so then everyone was like hey yo like jamie diamond's like hot on bitcoin like you know he's you know he has it on (laughs) jp morgan chase and so he released a statement saying He's like, I think it's absolutely stupid. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't think there's any intrinsic value to Bitcoin. But nonetheless, if you know my my clients are adults, if that's what they want to do, if they want to gamble, then I'm going to let them. Like, if, if they're willing to pay me to provide that service, then that's fine, right? Mm. So, you know, if if uh, you know one of the ways that we can grow this podcast and make more money, have more listeners, uh, is that we're going to post on Instabook, then then so be it, right? Um, mm. but I wouldn't, but I wouldn't set up my life where I'm the one having to do that. Right. He was like, also I mean, recently, thank, thank God Merlin is willing to put on a radiation suit and fucking walk into the wasteland. Oh, Insta chat. <laughs> right. Oh man. It's like the end of fallout three, you know, when you have to like, detonate that. on a radiation suit. 
You know, I didn't know you played Fallout. Mer- What's up, of baby? Of course I do. Making those Fallout references. What the hell? The, the irony in what you just said is appalling. Merlin has to put on a radiation suit to post on Instagram, but Mr. Morgan here plays Fallout. Who, you know, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Dude, Fallout was so good. Um, okay, no, uh, so yeah. like I was saying, mm. I was on YouTube, mm. and I saw a YouTube short. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Somehow we got to the Chinese. It always leads to the Chinese. Everything oh, leads man. to the Chinese. They're yeah. goddamn. They're coming for us. Do you remember that idea that you'd like, like as a kid, if you like dug doing. a hole, that you would like dig a hole to China? Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. That was just like a. Wait, like isn't a that true? Everyone... No. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> the the earth is flat, bro. <laughs> Jesus. True, true. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. I love how uh, we're just providing so much value and information. So have you guys ever heard of the Chinese farmer, the story of the Chinese farmer? No. Which one? Uh, the one with the horse. Oh, maybe, but I don't so, remember the gist of it. So this Chinese farmer has this horse, and one day the horse runs away. And then the, the villagers come to him and be like, oh, you know, we feel so bad for you. Like, I'm sorry. Like, are, are you doing okay? Are you going to be okay? He says, maybe. And then the next day, four wild horses just like stumble onto his farm and he gets to keep them. He tames them. And then the whole village comes to him and says, oh, this is so amazing. Like, we're so happy for you. Like, uh, is everything going to be okay? Are you happy with this? And then he says, maybe. And then the next day, his son gets on one of the wild horses, Mm. racing through the forest, and then he falls off and breaks his leg. And all the villagers come to him and be like, oh, we feel so bad for you. Um, is everything going to be okay? Like, are you okay? And then he says, maybe. And then the next day, the conscription officers come to the village and they recruit a bunch of the youth, but they miss his son because he has a broken leg. And then all the villagers come to him and be like, oh, you know, this is such good news. Like, this is amazing. Are you happy? And then he says, maybe. So I remember stumbling into this because like, Onto the story, and I really, really liked it because no matter like where you are or what happens to you, you just lack so much data over the long term of what your life looks like that it's so naive for you to say if this one decision or this one thing that happened to you that you couldn't control was a good thing or a bad thing. You you can just kind of do remember the quote you sent me, John, from um, I think it was Marcus Aurelius, like just do what you do, and you know, people might celebrate or or not celebrate but the only the only thing you can control is just doing what you Dude, do one of the most epic like who little who, who would have known that marcus aurelius was a investor he he was talking about how like does the praise or the um uh ridicule of an emerald change its intrinsic value no yeah Hey guys, Austin here. Just wanted to check in mid-episode and thank you so much for your ongoing listenership and commitment to the podcast. We have some of the most enormously positive data with regards to how long our listeners listen to episodes for, meaning we can tell the vast majority of our listeners listen right from the first to the last second of the recording, which in the world of podcasting is just completely unheard of. So we wanted to just stop in here mid-episode and say thank you for being you. You guys are absolutely awesome. 
Because of this overwhelmingly positive data over the last two years, we decided it would be a great idea for both us and our listeners to launch a Patreon. Patreon is essentially a platform that you can subscribe to to get more connected with myself, John and Amber, and the podcast as a whole. So whether you're a massive fan of the podcast and want to get direct individual coaching from myself, Amber, or John, or want to just have early access to episodes and chip in a few dollars a month to help us take this podcast to the next level, bring on more guests and provide more value, there are tiers that are built for you, I can guarantee it. If you wanted to look into Patreon, get more information about how you could gain more value through the podcast and really augment your listening experience, you can check out our link in our Instagram at the Weekly Call Pod on Instagram or simply press pause on this episode, go into the show notes, click the Patreon link and check out more details about the tiers we have available there. Thanks so much, guys. And thank you so much for continuing to listening to the Weekly Call Podcast. Now back to the episode. Yeah, so I thought I'd share that with you guys because I like that story, but right we need to be more accurate in our assessments of of what value is right and i would definitely i think that if anything the biggest bubble is the value bubble like people's perceptions right now like we have like a irrationality bubble right where people seem to think that insta chat is value right that they think that oh i'm just gonna like gonna go on insta chat for you know fucking uh 500 hours a year and i'm just gonna magically just gain the knowledge i need right Hmm. dude this is this has been around for a while i i watched this interview of warren buffett and bill gates in in 1997 no 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 yeah in 97 where they went to uh somewhere in uh i think it was uh, it was in washington washington business school are you talking are you talking about like the like the the conference they went to they were sitting on a table okay no not sure yeah yeah and uh, Bill Bill actually said something about the value, and he says the perceived value of tech stocks is 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 too high, and it makes no sense. And Warren also agreed with him. So um, there was another one where same thing, but it was Warren Buffett. So they went to like this. I think it was in Montana. There was like this like massive community, and Warren Buffett gave a speech on basically how overvalued tech stocks were, and he was like the least popular person there because everyone was a tech like, yeah, entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah, it was just yeah, yeah. So I, I think I think people have been doing that forever. So I'm not sure it's a bubble, John, to be honest. I think it's just a human condition. Well, but but wouldn't you say that social media, like in general, has amplified that to the ninth degree? Like like name the last time that there's been something on the human earth that has promoted irrationality more than than uh Yeah, that's a good right? point. Right. Like like well, newspapers Everyone used to pride newspapers on the quality of the information, right? Or, you know, no one, no uh, one. There's a lot, actually, man. There's a lot of things. Well, one of which I would say is religion. As a religious person, I can say religion has promoted a lot of irrationality. No, I like would agree. Way more than social media. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but I mean, I, I suppose I, I, would, I wouldn't put social media. Maybe, maybe you, I would. I, I, was, I was thinking more of like a. I guess you could view religion as a technology. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I see where you're going. I think social media just does a good job of satisfying your vices. That's it. It's just an efficient way to satisfy some vices. Uh, quick dopamine fix. Quick ego flex. But so far, quick. we haven't had to like haven't had to like face the consequences. Like the same way that like there was a certain moment where like in society. You know, it was like nine out of ten doctors smoke camels. Isn't like 
we like we just we just as a society we were just all wrong as in we just didn't realize oh shit if you smoke this you just get cancer right so i'm curious to find out where i'm wrong if i am which is that you know what's the long-term side effects of social media i think unproductivity is the is the long-term side effect Mm, and what does unproductiveness do well if the once the government stops bailing everyone out for how unproductive they actually are probably not very good right it tends to be that if you're unproductive in society you know we've built all these systems around supporting unproductive people right like you know the you know i've already used that example before of like you know imagine like i wake up in the morning i open up the tent flap i'm like hey amber let's go hunting and you're like dude sorry man i can't make it today and i'm like what the fuck do you mean what like okay like you wouldn't even do that if i open up the tent (laughs) flap and it was like hey amber we gotta go hunting today you're like hey man i'm not gonna make it today i'm like oh no it's all good man you sleep in you sleep in close the tent flap go over to austin's tent open the flap hey man we got to take out amber (laughs) right like that's what that is man that's like that's like (laughs) you know that's like flip the tent over and fucking beat the guy to death with a club like that that's like we're not you're not pulling your weight we're just gonna you know whack you off right (laughs) whoa 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 whoa, whoa, pause pause (laughs) whack you off with a club okay yeah yeah, it just didn't work it just didn't work either way we're gonna kill you with an axe okay and um whereas now you know you got you know you, you walk down and you know, some of the most valuable real estate in Kelowna is homeless shelters. You got a whole street right downtown that's just chewed up and just like a basically a huge crack shack. It's just a whole, the whole the whole street's just disgusting. I mean, I wouldn't even I don't even want to walk on that street. As in, like, I don't even want my shoes to touch the same stuff that's you know that's been on that street. That's how disgusting it is. Like, I wouldn't even want to drive my car down the road. Like, it just it would be filthier. Okay, it was like when we drove through uh, East Hastings and when we were in it, Vancouver, yeah, we have a street that was yeah not yo, that bad. We have a street that was, like that. That was that was a terrifying experience. All of I the locked, police. I locked eyes with this guy that looked like he was perceiving nine dimensions at once. <laughs> yeah, no, I, mean, I, I actually oh, enjoyed damn. going down that down those streets. It's no, very I, humbling. Okay, no. it was very uh, very eye opening. Think about all of the valuable real estate they're they're eating up in the homeless shelters all of the different i mean the, the real estate they're depressing the productivity and the tourism that could be promoted if those streets weren't so you know the way they are all of the bylaw officers all of the healthcare workers the social workers the psychiatrists um, police officers firefighters ambulance paramedics nurses doctors emergency rooms beds at the hospital um, I mean, literally, I, I wouldn't like if you told me it, it cost a thousand dollars a day to maintain the life of a homeless person in Canada right now. I would say that's low. Like, think about. Mm. Here's the thing: it um, at the hospital here in Kelowna, like on the on the floor that Trisha's on, there's ten different homeless people that are there, and they've been there for like a month, right? It's like a hot. It's like a and, and you know, and it costs the hospital more than thirteen hundred dollars a day to have them in the, in those beds. Wow. Where's the cost going to? Well, first of all, one, like one of the, I mean, and, and that's probably a low ball. Some of the cost is the fact that they get drugs. So they have to like hook them up to an IV to give them opioids because like they have like withdrawals. The one guy, he's a, he's an alcoholic. So they give him vodka. They make vodka at the hospital for him. Right. It, but I don't want to get on. John, if you were, if you were a dictator, what would you do? Uh, resign. Total. You would resign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing I did. But, dude. Well, what would you do about this? Amber, like, what, name you just name want, you just one want... time that a dictatorship has ever ended well for the dictator. It just never has. I'd resign first. Here's thing. a different, like, hey, different everyone, question. I'm fine, 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 fine. I'm actually going to assign Amber and I'm going to resign. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna resign. Yeah, Amber no, I'm is going. much smarter than I am. But, very capable. 
Yeah. Point being, what I'm saying though is that we have like this one like subgroup of humans that are like they're just they're just like eating up hundreds of thousands of dollars probably per individual. And uh, where I was going with this was the value trap. So it's like we so being unproductive in the long run tends not work out very well. I don't want to get stuck on the homeless thing, but um, being unproductive in the long run has tended not work out. Like I, I can't think of one like instance in, 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 you know, where the most unproductive person or people, not even just person, but people like a group was the one that prospered in the long run. I can't name a single, you know, not that I'm like some like map, you know, not that I know, I know every historical example possible, but it doesn't seem like I, I can, it doesn't come to my mind. Whereas I can think of many for who was most productive. <laughs> it's just, you, know, you just go on. Yo, I, I was actually, I did a little thought experiment and I think you guys, I really loved this, okay, which was, which was thinking about what, what was, is there something that you can do? This was about uh, productivity that is not productive that can give you um, a high income. So I started really thinking about this. I'm like, what is an occupation? Oh, there's or- so much. Are you kidding me? There's so many things you could do. So many. Okay, g- you could do g- ICOs. You could trade Bitcoin. You could you could uh, create uh, unnecessary coursework. You could be a fake guru. You could be a Instagram influencer. Um, you could be uh, uh, an Insta. You could be a Vine person. So you could make so, okay, financial pause, pause, videos pause, pause, on pause. YouTube about stocks and and have no information on them, but just say, "Hey, yo, Telus has a good dividend, right?" There's, I mean, I could go off for literally an hour if you wanted to on all the unproductive. No, no, but just pause for a second here. Pause for a second here. Um, define productivity because we might be talking about two different things. Define uh, raising what the is a productive of living and GDP of the country you live in. Okay, that's not what I was thinking when I thought productivity. Okay, what do you think? Um, I meant like not. Well, lazy, I mean, you can like productively actually... kill yourself, right? Like, like you know, like what like, does that mean? Well, I mean, I, like you know, like if I was look up the like the definition of productivity, right? I'm sure we could find like a you know we can bend the rules, but uh, productivity. Producing or able to produce large amounts of goods, crops, or other commodities. Yeah. What but else? Like, what else? What else? Uh, What's really the other to, Well, that's that's basically all it is, to be honest. Yeah. Producing or giving rise to. But what I mean though is like I think that like that's a pretty like weak definition in my opinion, right? Like, I think that yeah, the state of, or the state or quality of producing something, especially crops, but. I would say that uh, being like a productive member of society is a different thing, right? Like, okay, I agree. I agree. I guess the yeah. word I was trying to use is uh, effort. I was trying to think of what is something that can produce lots of results with low effort. And uh, ICOs. The, there's a lot of effort involved with an ICO. No. A lot, John. You have to like message a lot of people. You have to get the paperwork going. You have to set up the bank accounts. That takes a lot of effort. Uh, maybe. Yeah, and then and then you have to market the living crap out of it. That takes a lot of effort. I would say the effort to reward is pretty asymmetrical, though. Well, you have to include part of the reward could be jail time. No, but like for example, so it's not as like, high of a reward. You I, I think. think the asymmetry of the of the effort is what I was looking at. I wasn't like I'm not saying that you can just like close your eyes and just like lean back and then all of a sudden, you know, you're just gonna all of a sudden have things, right? But but it's like the asymmetry of your productivity. I would say matters, right? Like so, 
um like sure. only like people like uh like females on like uh on um uh, every every fans or whatever who like show their boobs or whatever those people right that's like minimal every effort fans. for quite a bit of money well I, I think it takes a lot of effort to have your reputation change completely into maybe a realm that you can't get it out of for the rest of your life well that, that's consequence i don't know if that's effort but it's the asymmetry hammer it's the asymmetry right oh, like I for see, example I like i wouldn't say that a janitor and uh who worked like you know a, although did you guys hear about the janitor in san francisco that makes over two hundred thousand dollars a year no okay well Eli, that's worth looking Wait, at what yeah does he does he just get paid because um that much because he takes care of and he no, works after he, hours and, and at highly... kind of more of a scam but what he was doing was he was like taking every shift because it's like they have it's like a union it's like a guy oh a sure court. some you're like how the hell can a government uh, how can so how can a janitor make over two hundred thousand dollars a year the instant answer is government union like that's the only answer to that like there's there's no other there's you know instantly okay but that's how it happened basically he was um he was taking every single shift and getting ot and then he would like sleep in closets yeah, so I just Googled it here. Um, <laughs> Liang Zhao, Liang, Liang Zhao Zhang, is, uh, his job is to clean up BART stations in downtown San Francisco. And clean up, he does. He swept in $162,000 in overtime pay last year, record show. Calls Zhang the super janitor, an extraordinary high earner in the field where the beloved school custodian rarely brings home more than $50,000 a year. These are U.S. numbers. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah, I guess you're right, John. Okay. It's like but that. But hold on. The point being, though, a janitor, that's way more effort than being an OnlyFans. Well, it, it takes effort to. Uh, I guess it doesn't. Take Everything it. takes effort, Ammer. There's nothing yeah. that doesn't take effort. I mean, the the only guy that I could, the only thing I could maybe think of would be like if you like were like a like a like a Taoist monk and like you know in some uh, you know thing somewhere. But even that's so much effort, though. Like, have you ever that, like that tried is. sitting still? So, Ammer, there's no there's no such thing as something for nothing. Okay, like yes. just, that that, that was the thought experiment I was going through. I was thinking of all these things that I thought would take no effort. I'm like, no. whoa, no. there's a lot. But of effort I would involved say that everything possible. Uh, like in the uh, Fooled by Randomness by uh, Nassim, T- uh, Nassim Taleb, there's a really, really interesting uh, thought. Like it's kind of like a kind of like an example. I, I really like it, which is that like, what's your statistical wealth or your, you know, what's your statistical like, well-being, right? Mm-hmm. So like, you know, if, uh, if you have like a, uh, like a, like the example he used was like a dentist who lives in like a really nice neighborhood. And you have a janitor who won the lottery and lives in the same neighborhood as the dentist, right? They're mm. both have the same amount of wealth in quotations. But if you were to run those scenarios a thousand times, the janitor mm. wouldn't even end up there one time, right? Like that's how un- improbable it is that he lives mm-hmm. in this high class neighborhood w- in the same house as janitor or the dentist. Or mm-hmm. the one that I really like, which <laughs> uh, I always say all the time, which is like, how many doctors do you know that work at Starbucks? Yeah, we we went through that, and I kind of I can name a lot of authors. I can name a lot of YouTube creators. I can name a lot of, you know, startup people, whatever. I can name a lot of things that work at Starbucks, but I can't name a single doctor. And it's because the statistical chances are just so low that you're going to not have success in some of these industries, right? Yeah. Okay, so I understand productivity, effort. You you did Which, actually way, just earlier. 
an inverse relationship between the barrier to entry and the success rate, right? Something that's really hard to get into probably has a high success rate. Things that are very easy to get into probably have a high failure rate. Yeah, but couldn't that just be... Um... Tends to, like I didn't for... say always, tends to, by the way. Okay, cool, cool. Makes sense. The more friction, the higher chance of success because the people who do make it through are pretty committed, I understand. Yeah. When you have low friction, a lot of people can just flake and not finish and they may seem as higher failure, but not a lot of car dealerships go out of business. But then again, try opening up a car dealership. Pretty fucking hard. Dude, dude, yeah. One of my friends, he uh, he works at a car dealership and he was telling me the numbers on car dealerships. Very hard to open one. Yeah. Um, you, you said something earlier. I didn't want to like walk over and this is up to you if you want to go into, but you, you mentioned uh, productivity. You mentioned YouTubers who speak of financial advice. I know you're referring to a specific person. Uh, is this person that you're open um, to having a discourse with on this podcast? Because I know you've discovered some things. Um, is that something that you care about or no? It'd be interesting to, I would say that it wouldn't be fair. And I, and I actually, and that's why I don't speak of the individual by name. And I ton of tread lightly around it, around it, because I, I'd be honest, I don't keep up with individual because I, I'm not someone I don't like, I don't like to just, I don't like, my goal is not to hate on people. It's not to put people down. It's not to like criticize them in any way. Um, unless I feel like the that was a criticism though. It, yes. But like, but in no way was it, I would I wouldn't say that unless you brought it up. For example, I wasn't trying to throw shade at you know I wasn't trying to make it no be known who I was talking about, right? So in in my defense, it wasn't like I was gossiping about an individual because I didn't say his name or anything, right? And the reason why is because I don't follow him in the sense that I don't watch like I don't watch his videos enough to actually have a fair assessment of his of his got current it, and that's it, why it. i was speaking more generally about sure 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 about that that industry and that's why like even when i was talking about your industry i didn't talk about you it's because like i don't know you i don't i don't live with you on a day-to-day basis so I, it's not fair for me to actually make all these huge assumptions about who Amor is but i can make a sum put this way you can make assumptions about a group but it's very hard to make assumptions about an individual okay so you know i um but but as a general rule of thumb um you know, my stance on YouTube uh, tech or investor uh, channels is I think that it's like basically the scum of the earth at the moment. Like it's it's pretty low. It's I mean, it's it's a bunch of individuals that are committing financial manslaughter. And they have, in my opinion, they either don't have any idea, idea of the damage they're doing or two, they don't give a shit because they're making money. And I think it might be a combination of both, which is like there's no character in that. Yeah. Now, okay, cool. There is some individuals though. Like there's a there's a channel that I used to follow. I think they have great content. They're called Everything Money. They're fantastic. They it's a great YouTube channel, right? And it's been publicly endorsed by many notable investors. It's a very fantastic YouTube account, right? If you if you're looking for yeah, you use their website good, too, right? Yeah, it, I I use their their app. It's it's a fantastic thing, right? There's there's many people you could go follow, right? Um but you know, this whole idea that you're just going to take advantage of the fact that there's people that are desperate out there to just have some sort of, you know, like they think they're being productive because they're watching a 15 minute YouTube uh, video about, you know, you just kind of like giving like the really generic, like, oh, this company's market cap is $800 million and they have a 2% dividend yield. Whoa, that's so cool. And they're, they're a, you know, uh, they're this type of company in this type of industry. And like, it's like, come on, guys. It's not even act as if that's anything that's like that. It doesn't need to be put into the universe. Like you're like, this is worse than Jim Cramer. Like this is not, a, this is not a, like a, there's no, there's no value here, right? You're actually extracting public. Like you're basically like, 
extracting people's time from the universe in the most unproductive way possible and then you're getting paid for it and which is like a reinforcing thing because you're like oh there's so much value my my the comments all say they're getting so much value dude come on man like you know you ask you know if, if drug dealers did a fucking survey monkey i'm sure the cokeheads would you know and, and the heroin junkies would say that they're fucking doing a good job five okay, stars like, it's not, yeah. yeah it's not trying to act as if surveys are like this like all god mighty thing right like intrinsic value here right so yeah but does it matter? I mean, I was thinking about this too. Like, well, does it, it matters matter? if we want to not fucking have a, a, a like. I mean, it matters if you care about. Yeah, I did. I mean, maybe, but it, it it matters in so much that our society is productive. I mean, beyond that, I mean, I'll do just fine, right? Like, it's not, you know, like it's it's all good, right? Hence, why I don't really spend too much time thinking about this. Okay, that that was my follow up question. You answered it. You don't spend too much time thinking. Well, okay. no, I I mean, but because it's I mean it's not productive to just sit around and just think about this too often, right? But I do, but I do think it's also worth mentioning to people. Hey, yo, watch out! There's a patch of ice over here. You know, like that one corner with the stop sign. You know, like on on the corner of blah 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 blah. Yeah, watch out, man! That that corner's wicked. People blow that stop sign. There's ice on the corner, right? It's just kind of worth, you know, just as a public service announcement. Hey, yo, watch out for this, right? You know, yeah, interesting. hey, there's a bear. On, uh, I like that on, metaphor. Yeah, like you know, you're on the golf course, and you're like, hey, yo, there's a bear on hole nine. You might want to skip that one, right? Like That's it's fair. just like a it's it's a good it's like a, a decent thing to do, you know? Yeah. yeah. Did you? Did any of you guys end up setting uh, setting up New Year's resolutions? No. Yeah, me neither. This is the first year I didn't set one. I'm just like, just consistency. There's, yeah. I guess if there was one, but even then, it's uh, the um, ever since of discovering like uh, the rhythm register, or I just call it the, the the daily integrity tracking. Like, do you just do what you need to do on a daily basis? That's really what it comes down to. Yeah, it's kind of like Marcus Aurelius says. He's like, it's like, uh, like so many people just are uh, like always starting a new life, you know. Like, just be yeah, careful yeah, yeah. of people that are always starting a new life. They're always talking yeah. about the person they're going to be. Right? New Year's resolutions are kind of like a, yeah, they're a weird one. There was a book um, that I read some of it. It was about helping smokers to quit. Mm. Um, because. Uh, I was just curious about that. A lot of the people who do my program smoke a lot. And I was wondering if I should mention that in my mindset. We, um, and then I just realized I kind of do hit it, hit it on because the whole point of a smoker is not like, oh, I'm not going to smoke this year. It's, it's much simpler than that. It's like, I'm not smoking today. I don't know what's happening tomorrow. I just know today I'm not smoking. And then the next day comes and it's like, well, your goal today is not to smoke. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of like the whole idea of like an Alcoholics Anonymous. They like they they um yeah like they, like they focus every day you're trying to like have sobriety it's not like yeah just it's just today like i don't know what's gonna happen in 10 years all i know is just today i'm not gonna drink that's it i i use that tactic when i'm trying to like 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 let's say i don't want to do like let's say i have to like go cold calling right now i don't really want to oh, that night because yeah. it's kind of cold I'm just like, three you know, hours i'll tell just you today. what i'm just gonna go out for tonight you know don't worry about the rest of the week just like it just yeah. go tonight right exactly yeah yeah, yeah. no I, that's I like what that. i realized that's what I realized with New Year's resolutions. He's just saying, oh, I'm going to work out every five days a week for the next year. It's like, dude, holy moly. I don't think like that's even possible. Mm-hmm. But can you work out today? Like, oh, that's that's more binary. Well, no, I was going like, to do you're it tomorrow. You either are or you're not. I was going to do it tomorrow. 
So you're not doing it today? No, I'm just trying to play like the conversation that. We I, I know, place. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm playing it with you. So um, you're not working out today. You're working out tomorrow. No. No. Okay. Okay. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of an interesting tomorrow. motion. That's like you know, because tomorrow never exists. So you know, like that whole that whole idea. You know, yeah. like next Monday will never actually come. You know, it's like no. you know the only thing that you can live and lose is actually just this moment right now, and to think that you know that you're just going to magically have another moment in the quote unquote future that you're just going to then all of a sudden work out, you know, like it's so arbitrary. It's like, you know what, man, I think if the sun hit me at a different angle, I think I might be motivated to work out. It's like, like tomorrow I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go to, I'm going to, you know, cause you, most of your life is already habitual anyway. So it's like, Hey man, I'm going to go to sleep the same way I normally go to sleep. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to do basically what I normally do. But tomorrow I'm going to be more vo- motivated just because there's more time. Right, like I'm not, I'm not gonna change anything else. I'm just gonna change the I'm just gonna change the date rather than a Monday. It's a Tuesday, so I'm gonna be more motivated. Like, what the fuck? Let, let me share, let me share this with you guys. I was in the uh, hotel room with James and Riley in San Antonio. They just came back from watching a movie. Um, they watched the one about the Serena Williams. Uh, what, was, what was it called? Oh, yeah, actually, I that should be on that. movie night because apparently that. that movie was incredible, and and they're like harsh critics. These guys barely like anything, and they love that. Movie. By the way, really? just, just so everyone knows what Amber's talking about when he says movie night, if you're a Patreon in our upper tier, you would have watched The Big Short live with all of us, as in all with of us chat and, and everything or whatever with the chat, the whole video. Yeah, it was on. so much fun, so yeah. much fun, so much fun. Um, so I, I'm in the hotel room with uh, Riley and James, and I just straight up asked them because they they like they were able to achieve some pretty 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 incredible things, and mm. I just simply asked them what is the biggest um, blind spot or habit or way of being that I currently have or might develop that you think would be detrimental to my success. And their answer blew me away. And it's something I never thought of in my life before. But they mentioned to me how I'm a very competitive person. Specifically, I'm very competitive with other people. And they they actually cited that, and I'll explain their argument, to why that is dangerous. Mm. If you're only competitive with other people, you're kind of just dictated to your environment. You're doing things that are... Uh, for reasons that are external to yourself. Whereas from their experience, the people who they knew in their life that they've met who are very competitive with others, uh, they ended up just like, if you remove them from an environment or something like that, they wouldn't succeed as much. AKA myself. Mm-hmm. I was, I'm was i a very competitive person mm-hmm. with a lot of people. On their end. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, these guys are, yeah, I love those guys. Uh, so now all of a sudden, you know, there's no one to compete with except myself. And I have never done that. I've always competed with my brothers when I was young. I would compete with my classmates for grades. I would compete with people in student works. Then there is a, came a moment where I have to compete with myself. And I never learned how to really do that properly. And so ever since then, uh, November 20th, 24th, I think, I've been increasing my competitiveness with myself and uh the reason i share this is because i'm curious for you guys specifically you austin because you're going from one franchise system to the next you're in a master's degree 
I don't actually feel like you're alone. Whereas with John, John, I feel like has always been alone and had to learn to compete with himself because mm-hmm. yes, there's that glory of being number one on the leaderboard, but I don't, th- I don't know. He's no longer on the leaderboard. Like he is, but not really. So, and, and John, I, am I fair for that assumption that you are very competitive with yourself? You're talking about the inner scoreboard, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Austin, I don't know where you stand. I know where I stand. I'm like learning how to be competitive with myself. I mean, I'm learning too, man. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pretty yeah. outwardly competitive. I mean, sometimes I catch yeah, myself not always wishing the, the best for others because not because I don't love them, but because I, I uh, am hyper competitive. And so, yeah, 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 yeah. So the argument that they had is it's very important to be competitive. That's like one of the top traits of, of successful people. It's competitiveness, but it's competitiveness with who? It's, is it mostly with yourself or against others? And that's when I realized it was mostly against others for me. Mm. Where somebody like Justin, for example, after I learned this and I had a conversation with him, George I was really like looking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking. I'm like, is he competitive with others or himself? Mm. And like when you're a guy and you fast for three months and just drink warm water or, or and do, do exercise things like the Wim Hof method. Did he fast for three months? Yeah, yeah, he said something crazy. No, like no, that, it, was, is, it was, it was, it was like, like I don't week. know. That's how it, it landed. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Okay, never mind. That's what it sounded. It's still insane. No, you I... die. You die after like I think like, what is it like, twenty days of no food? Maybe not Justin, but yeah, yeah, maybe another human being. But uh, I, I realized this guy's just very competitive with himself. So I'm like, okay, how can I instill that in myself? And so I've been on this journey, and I bring this up because I want to see like what guys, what what, what things do you guys do? To, to increase the amount of competitiveness you have with yourself. Well, the main thing is I realize how much it, I'm, I just remind myself how insignificant I am actually in the universe. Yeah. Like I'm like a, like a bag of flesh, like just like literally non-important whatsoever. Like other people don't, they're yeah, not thinking how about that, me. They don't how, care. How would that me. inspire you to, to compete with yourself? Because I care about myself. <laughs> that's yeah. yeah like i'm so in, i'm look at i'm insignificant to the universe but i am my own universe like i can't like the i can't get you know the i i can't get out of my head like i'm here right so might as well fucking learn to enjoy it yeah uh was it oh man i can't remember who told me this recently uh i think it's from a book that was uh that someone was reading they shared this with me um a chapter in it was about what you were sharing, John. It's called Cosmic Insignificance Theory um, or Therapy. Cosmic Insignificance Therapy. And it... it it's a type of meditation. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. It's essentially like if you actually take a few moments to just imagine the insignificance um, of not only you right now, but our lifetime over the existence of the planet is, is just, and just like in, in terms of like the cosmos, like how insignificant. Do you guys want to do this right now? Insane. Do you want to just do this? Yeah, sure. But I'm I think down. we need to come back to Amber's question. I yeah, have no, a visualization will. exercise. Do you have one as well? That's what I'm, Can I do one right now for us? Yeah, 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 sure, sure. Okay, okay, okay. So everyone just close your eyes, okay? Okay, now just take three deep breaths okay at your own pace you don't need to go fast don't need to go slow we're all gonna have time okay if, if you're driving don't close your eyes just <laughs> park okay okay you just ruined right. it deep three, three deep breaths here we go here we go
Okay. Now, just become, if your eyes are closed, just become aware of your visual field. Okay. Just look into the darkness. Okay. See the different, the different light that you can see. Now, think of this sort of like Google Maps, where you're just, you're just going to click the negative button. You're just going to zoom out just one frame in a side. Okay. So you have your individual. Now, zoom out to just the room that you're in. So as if you're a camera in the corner, just staring at you. So visualize yourself. Okay. Now, visualize the house that you're in. Okay, there's a satellite just kind of viewing your home or your condo. And then zoom out to just the city. So again, just the satellite map of the city. But still keep in mind where you are in relation to that. Okay, where is your house on that map of the city? Okay, now move out just one more to the state or the province that you're in. Okay, but again, just keep in relation to where the city is and where your condo is within that city. And then zoom out to the country. Okay, again, keeping in perspective of which province you're in, which city, which condo. Zoom out to the continent. Again, keeping everything in perspective. And zoom out one more time to the earth. Now, take the earth and just as if it was sort of a you know a, a dramatic event, just kind of as, as if you're just rewinding time, okay? Just keep rewinding time. So you have, you know, the last 20 years, the last 50 years, the last 100, the last 1,000, the last 10,000, the last 100,000. Just keep rewinding it, getting faster and faster. Millions of years now, just fast forwarding, okay? A billion years ago, two billion years ago. Keep fast, you know, keep going backwards. Now zoom out one more time and you have the whole universe. Where are you? You can open your eyes. You're here. Insignificant. And I find that really helpful. Just doing that. It doesn't take much more than a couple minutes. You can do it slower it. as well, and it gets really epic. But what what you come to realize, or at least like you know, this is my little kind of new agey stuff, is that when I get to the point of the universe and I open my eyes, I realize it's the same thing. Sorry, can you repeat that? When I get to the level of the universe and then I open my eyes, I realize it's the same thing. That what you see is the same level as the universe? Yeah. Like, I, I think in a lot of ways, I think, you know, like my grandfather, Michael said, like, I think we are all the center of our own universe and we can't help it. For me in that meditation, I don't have to zoom out to the city. I just zoom out to like a drone looking through the window of me sitting with my eyes closed and that's enough to trip me out yeah that yeah i know totally i mean even just getting just at to that the level, level the city, i get stuck Do, just um, a drone like looking through the window 100 and there's like other windows in 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 view but it's my window in this condo or in this house it, that always trips me out. If you're driving you can actually still do this but not with your eyes closed of course but you can just simply 
zoom out and realize you're just one car on the road. Like to you, you're like the driver. You're like, I'm in charge of this vehicle. I'm driving through. Like it's, 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 you know, it's, everything's moving quick. It's like, it's dangerous. You could die. Okay. And then you realize, oh dude, like you're just another car. Like you're not special. Right. Like, it's kind of like, you ever like, um, I don't know. You ever like have someone like at like a customer service desk and they, you know, they're just going off on, on someone about a return. And then it's like, imagine just like taking that person, like clicking pause on the click button, you know, like on the little remote and just being, Hey, yo, I'm just going to zoom you out here and realize you're just one human at one customer service desk at one Canadian tire. Like you're not like, you're not important here. <laughs> like we're just going to, okay, now we're going to zoom back in. You, you just change your attitude. You know? You know? Yeah. When I was, um, uh, I used to have a little bit of fear of driving, like I shared with you guys. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that really helped me overcome that was to, to zoom out and realize there's other drivers with their own lives, own history and oh, own years and all friends and family that they also care about. They don't want to die. So either. my only, yeah. no. Yeah. And the only thing that you can do is just not speed. Because I like that. everybody else, everybody else also cares about their life and not dying and getting somewhere. And so if you just maintain speed, the worst thing that you can, that can happen is you guys try to prevent from hitting each other and then you end up doing it. You're most likely going to be fine. Mm. When you become ignorant and you start speeding, that's when you introduce danger and you put other people at risk. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I can control is being at the speed limit and not speeding. And that always gave me so much comfort and just being like, oh, yeah, well, that's what I can control. And also everybody else also cares about this, which is why I... It's funny, a side effect of that is I jaywalk more because I, I realize nobody wants to run me over. And so it's yeah. just like, and also like a little yeah, side effect that, of that. I had, a, I had a roommate that had that same theory, but I explained to him. Like, I, <laughs> and then I, he died. No, 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 no. <laughs> then we lost him. <laughs> no, no, I explained to him. I said, you know, no, it's like, although in theory that's correct, the consequences of being wrong on that are just too severe. Like, no, like the no, trade-off know, is just not there. You know, here's where no, I no, found. No. I don't just walk in front of traffic, but yeah. Sorry, I just realized it was a podcast on Tim Ferriss, the guy who writes about it. His name is Oliver Berkman, and uh, Tim Ferriss had Oliver Berkman on his podcast, and he did like a 20-minute meditation with this. Uh, cosmic insignificance therapy. There you go. So, so you can have a very so long. If you meditation. even if you just go on Spotify, type in uh, cosmic insignificance theory. There's a Tim Ferriss podcast episode, and I listened to it. It was extremely. Well, this powerful. one's recent, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I think I was. I think like I, had, couple, I, think I downloaded maybe a it. month. Yeah, a month ago. I learned about this like four years ago. Somebody, I was in Toastmasters, and this was somebody's speech. No this did a guided meditation. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I mean, yeah. it's the first time I ever met. It was the first time I ever meditated. I'm like, yo, what? People this talk about nuts. it all the time, like, um, you know how you just think about like how little your problems matter in the grand scheme of the universe, and even Elon Musk recently, uh, I saw. Well, first of all, Elon Musk was on the, an episode of Lex Friedman's podcast, which is just amazing. Oh I man, I have to uh, see that. I didn't know that. Um, well, he's been on three times. Actually, can you can you explain to me who Lex Friedman is? Like, why is he a significant? He's interviewer? Russian. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, what uh, else? So <laughs> he uh, he came across Joe Rogan's radar like I don't know four years ago, three years ago, and he was a um, an AI and robotics student at MIT professor, I believe. Well, he was a student at the time. Oh, okay. I think. And then, so he's since graduated and works in AI and robotics and just a very intelligent and um, 
he kind of has that skill that like Neil deGrasse Tyson and Gad Sad have where they're like public scholars that they're so intelligent in their field and the same thing with Elon Musk to a certain extent but Elon Musk kind of lacks this in my opinion is that you're so intelligent and gifted in your field that you're literally a marvel of our species in terms of how you can mentally compute all of these um, equations and solve such interesting problems in physics. So what's, what's his domain? AI? AI and robotics. And, oh, interesting. Um, but he just has the very easy ability to communicate and articulate in just normal plain English what he does and how he does it. And so he's very interesting to speak with. Um, and so do, do you started- think... He started think- his own podcast. He's one of the only other few people who have the video of his podcast on Spotify, like Joe Rogan. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But anyway, so he has, uh, you know, he's had uh, George St. Pierre on his, because he's also an MMA guy. He does MMA. Jiu-jitsu. Uh, jiu-jitsu, yeah. So, um, he, you know, he trains jiu-jitsu. He's a robotics, uh, and he has a PhD of robotics and AI. And Writes poems, plays guitar. R- yeah, writes poems, plays guitar. He's just a really interesting guy. And he's and Russian. He always wears a black suit. Mm. Always. And he's Russian. So he's kind of an interesting character. And he's Russian. The Russian part is like I'm... not to be like downgraded. The fact that he's Russian makes him super badass about everything. Yeah. Um, and he's super capitalistic. So he's had... Yeah, so mm. he's... Very yeah. anti-communism. Well, how, how, a... much, how much of his popularity... Do you think is attributed to a, like the Carmelo Anthony effect? Meaning like his name is so cool, Lex Friedman, that it's so I memorable. Don't believe, like, I don't. To be honest, I think it actually like, downgrades like, it. So. I think it. I think it's actually the opposite. I don't know. He just like AI robotics, Lex Friedman, Carmelo like a Anthony. Villain. Yeah, you know Carmelo. Yeah, like, Anthony, like that's a very my, interesting my theory example. on that. Just let, let me explain that. Like if if oh, Carmelo wow. Anthony's name was like Jerry John, nobody would like. Uh, I think rate him. Well, as Well, here's as he the did. thing. But but if Carmelo Anthony was not Carmelo Anthony, do you think that he'd be a better player? That wasn't my question. I don't know the answer to that. My question is, do do you how much of his popularity do you think is attributed to his name? I think a lot of Carmelo's. Uh, a popularity is attributed to well, his What name. about Kobe Bryant? Um, That's a pretty unique name. Yeah, LeBron James, maybe. No. But LeBron James players, is not like a though. cool name to me. No, Kobe? I love LeBron. No, LeBron is sick. But LeBron People James? That, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, People that have names that are like super similar from first to last, like Zig Ziglar and... And Philip but Phillips and Zig Ziglar is a WWE wrestler. That's a freak. <laughs> no, he's not. Zig oh wait, no, no, no. He's an he's author. A, he's not. No, no, he's a door-to-door he's a, uh, salesman. Yeah. No, I think it was Zig a motivational Ziglar. speaker. Well, he was a door-to-door. No, the, the he, he sold of pots and pans. The sale by yeah. Zig Ziglar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Zig okay, Ziglar. Cool. Yeah, one of my favorite quotes by Zig Ziglar is, "People do business with people who they like." Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, do you know those like professors that like <laughs> wear like an oversized shirt kind of have a big pot belly and like ripped kind of like not ripped jeans but like like blue jeans that like are like too big <laughs> yeah. and kind of like ripped on the bottom yes yes you know and they, and they wear like maybe a fedora oh yeah kind of questionable on the last part but yes maybe not fedora but you know something like that but but uh, either way, I had a I had a teacher, and, and everyone gets A's in the class. Okay, I had a guy, or I, I had a professor like that in, uh, and he taught like the most like you know like how to like it was like how to write an email course. It was hilarious. Yeah. Dude, that's sick. What? It was honestly, yeah, it's pretty. It was pretty valuable. It was actually a pretty valuable course. Coolest guy ever, though. He basically like 
here's how every class would go for 45 minutes. He would just talk about like his life experience. And then 15 minutes, he'd be like, okay, well, let's just kind of quickly do this assignment and we'd all go home. And I mean, you know, I question his life experience too much, but like, I'll say this though, he had the ability to pull a story out of anything. Like he's the type of guy where yeah. like, you know, if he went and bought some pie at like a, like a, like a, you know, like a, like a roadside diner in Montana, it's a story. You know what I mean? Like everything's a story, but like a good That's story so with lessons. It's like, dude, what? Um, forget how that had anything to do with what you were talking about, but either way, there you go. Yeah. He just told a story for no reason. Yeah. So no, what are we talking about? Yeah, I was going to tie that back in. I was going to tie that back in. I was talking about Lex Friedman and if it's worth watching the episode of, with him and Elon. Yeah, I don't know how that came to my mind. But either way, Carmelo Anthony, though, I mean, you know, it's one of those ones where it's like, if your name's that cool, it's kind of like, you don't have, you have to, to develop to your game as much because you're just like, you're just balling, you know, you just got that name. Yeah, it's true. Right? I, I actually Like, agree. there's a guy yeah, yeah. who had this happen to him because it, it doesn't always work out. Like, Carmelo Anthony was like pretty good, but because he has such a badass name, he was pretty good. He was pretty good. But there was another guy who like thought he was all slick because his name was cool, but then he didn't end up being that good. Michael Beasley. Remember that guy? Oh, dude, what a name that is. Michael Beasley. Like Beasley. I don't know. It's just a badass. There's name. some good baseball names too, like Buster Posey. Ooh, amazing. Buster catcher. Posey. Like Buster Posey. Buster yeah. Posey. Like I don't a- know. It's just like I, I've, I'll admit I've thought a couple <laughs> of times of changing my name to something more marketable because like, you know, Amr Abu Chakra. It's just whew. it's like you should change your name to Marketable Chakra. Marketable marketable chakra. Yeah, because my name was like Tony Robbins. Abu Chakra is a badass name, though. Like, I enjoy saying that. Like, you should almost change your name to Abu Chakra Amr. Sammy, (laughs) but like, how do you how do you like Amr? You know, like that. How do you do that voice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daryl, Daryl Strawberry. Do it though, because Daryl Strawberry is so good. (laughs) Dude, that's a sick. Oh, dude, no, you're a badass one. Gossage. Great, great example of a guy who had way too big. Like, you know, some guys have names that are way above their level. Stefan (laughs) Marbury. Was he a basketball player? Dude, what are you talking about? Yeah, he was the biggest bust for the New York Knicks. How about uh, Baron Davis? Badass name. Baron Davis. Yeah. Right? Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Dude, this guy's name is this guy's name is Boof. Boof Bosner. What is this? Best baseball names of all time. Stan yeah, Man baseball Steel. has the best names. Dude, go back up. That guy looked like George. Austin. You look like Austin. <laughs> Every white guy from Quebec <laughs> looks like, like Austin. Come on, dude. <laughs> Don Mattingly. No, no. no. Um, D.D. Gregorius. Yeah, that's a good name. Alex Rodriguez. It's just a name. I've been, trying to, I've been trying to make Amor the Hammer Abu Shakar work, but it hasn't been catching on. See, some of these guys only have. I feel like some of these names are not actually that cool. They just they're just cool because they're famous. Chipper Jones, you know, Chipper Jones. Yeah, uh, yeah, Frank Thomas. Not but even like Bo Jackson, ba- Babe Ruth, Babe. Like, Ruth. Yeah, Babe Ruth, Coco, Coco Chris. Chris. No, Coco Crisp for dude, sure. Dude, that young. is insane. It's like a cereal, dude. Yeah, that is crazy. Mickey Mantle and Hank Aaron, but no, Buster Posey has to be on here. It's a great name it's yeah it's okay yeah there's a couple names out there i mean you, you know you know you want to hopefully you have a name that's like to your level right like i feel bad for the people who get <laughs> Dude, i met a guy uh when i was like in that mlm like arc of my life <laughs> platinum level his name his name was i think it was like alpha king i have <laughs> Wait, you not. Do you know i swear to god no, he's on my facebook no 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 no, it was a no, no the, the, one of the greatest king. ones is uh do you know like the company gillette 
Yeah. That guy's, uh, like the original guy's name was King Gillette. Like his first name was King. Oh. It was King Gillette. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking name yeah. that is. Yo, imagine naming your son King or your daughter Queen. Or Princess. Princess is pretty popular. Well, just so you know, Amir, which is not my name, but I can be known as Amir. Amir means prince. That's which is not my name. Prince son of But that, that is a v- <laughs> I just like the name Abu. Abu. Am I am I Abu, am I your Abu. first Middle Eastern friend? How do you do John? that? Amur. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, John, actually, am I your am I like the first Middle Eastern friend you've had? No, I had a friend um in uh middle school. Uh his name was Kareem. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Was he actually your friend? I kind of bullied him a little bit, I'll be honest jeez yeah. why but it, it was one of those ones where it was like no no hold on i say kind of because like it was like here's the thing okay here's the thing it was kind of like survival of the skinniest i was the second skinniest kid and he was the skinniest <laughs> kid in the class so it was like you know it was one of those ones where i didn't have the character to realize that like we were we had strength in numbers like it was like we both could have joined together and we could you know <laughs> but it was one of those ones where it's like what's so cool about being skinny what no 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 it was not cool i'm saying it was not cool so it's like oh. it was like either like i was like yeah look how skinny fucking kareem is and then like i was like everyone's like eh, you're kind of skinny too but fuck it we're gonna allow it and then i'm like on their team right versus oh, yeah so i mean there. i'm not gonna lie not a good character move but i will say this though it did impact impact me long term as in like i felt bad like i remember like thinking i actually remember thinking back i'm like fuck man like i like where Kareem is, I feel bad. But like, if I saw that guy, I'd be like, hey, you know what, man? I'm sorry that like I was like not good to you, you know. So, mm. do you know his last name? Um, I think it was. I'm not even kidding. He was Kareem Muhammad Ali. I think that was literally his name. I I want to <laughs> say that. Yeah. Like <laughs> Yo, I just found a guy. I just found That's a awesome. guy on Facebook, Amr, whose name is Alpha King, Alpha S King. Yeah, but he lives in Toronto. That's probably him. But no, I I would say that he was. We played volleyball together. We used to like. He liked Ozzy Osbourne. I liked Ozzy Osbourne. You know. By the way, Alpha King, if you're listening, I think you're a cool dude. I honestly <laughs> think he's just a cool the dude. Name, I just love your name. The name Alpha yeah. King. I hope How it worked out not, in the MLM. What an impression to me. Some people <laughs> have someone. like names that you like that like could get leveled up though. Like as you know, like because like some names are like, you know. Like you can change the pronunciation ever so slightly to like let like I, I'll give you an example like Tristan Martin for example if Tristan's a like a billionaire all of a sudden people are gonna be calling him Tristan Martin you know <laughs> Tristan <laughs> yeah well there's a guy on that was on Joe Rogan recently who goes by Tristan Harris. Tristan Martin <laughs> yeah yeah how do you level up Austin Trudeau abstain <laughs> abstain like, abstain abstain a stain i actually please pronounce it a a stain a stain <laughs> a stain yeah and what you want mm. yeah marketable I'm chakra what, what what do you I'm have i don't know why i just like around? saying that like i'm a, it's just like, I'm you're not even saying it right i'm trying that's, that's it, what they call me in quebec how do i say I'm it a, i think i did it better i'm a hammer it's it's like you almost hammer. have to like say like hammer with a silent age hammer i like hearing my hammer. name i mean it's kind of one of the rules <laughs> yeah, of, of, of how, to, right. how to win friends and influence people so right. i just like you guys more for hammer. Hammer. <laughs> hammer. <laughs> hammer say it the right way we're supposed to say it uh <clears throat>
Amen. Oh, dude, it's so good. It's so <laughs> dude, good. How do you do that? Amen. I don't know. We spent like thirty minutes doing this say, in Quebec City. Like, it's like you have to like try and like clear your throat while saying "hammer" with a silent H. It's like hammer. <laughs> 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 you guys are awesome. I love you guys. Hammer. You guys killed me. Hammer, we love you. I just really wish I could pronounce your name correctly. No, but you don't have to. It's How do you weird say for, Abu for, for me like to hear. Like, you, know, you said it perfectly. That's perfect. Abu yeah. Chakra. Abu Chakra. It just sounds yeah. cool. Like, I, anytime, I, anytime I say, like, I have a friend in Toronto, I'm like, yeah, I have a friend out there. His name is Ammer Abu Chakra. And they're like, like, should I know that name? It's like, yeah, you should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should, bro. What do you have lined up for uh, Whack versus Wisdom? Um. Okay. Yeah. So I think this is a very important genre of music that you guys may not be as aware of, and it's 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 led by Playboy Cardi. Okay. He his music is not really about the lyrics; it's about inciting a specific emotion. And the lyrics are very repetitive, very catchy, but he's known for not his lyrics, but for inciting an emotion. Um, so I'll just play you. Okay. Interested? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is this is Playboy Cardi. How old? And is I'm gonna uh, pick Playboy, Playboy Cardi. Uh, also, can you look that up actually? What's your guess, Hammer? I think he is... Can I see a photo of him first? I want to guess. Yeah. I think he's 29 or 28. Yo, he's 25. Dude, I was, trying to, I was trying to cop a guess out here. Okay. Let me see a photo mm-hmm. of him. Right here. Oh, can you get that blonde photo? I mean... You know, it's going to get really awkward. Like, yeah, you know, like imagine a world where rappers like just don't make money. I don't think we're ever going to have that world in our lifetime. Uh, no, 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 no. Hear me out, though. Hear me out, though. Do you know why? Like, okay. Like, think about how preposterous like an opera singer is nowadays. You know what I mean? Like, like if you like, like you like go to the opera and it's like you like see them in their full dress and they're like, ah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Imagine like, like 200 years from now, there's gonna be like some guy. It's like. Do you guys like want to go like go like down to like the local hood and there's a rapper there? His name's like you know you know BJ Max. It's like nah, I don't know, man. Those guys are like so like 200 years ago, and it's like this dude who's just like all like got gold chains on. Like it's just like <laughs> you know like like the same way that we like look back at opera yeah, singers, yeah, you know? Yeah, that would actually be funny. like some asshole who just still dresses up as Mozart. <laughs> some guys like dude, like the hell are you doing dressing up like fucking Kanye West? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, just I, so I, you I know, like I think they're not going to age well, you know. <laughs> I think Playboy Cardi's most famous song has like close to a billion views. No, if I'm not mistaken, we'll just sort by most viewed. Hey, you can't, you can't. So what? this has 155. Yeah, he does well. What do you mean you can't he makes sort good by money. most views? No, you can't. So if it's a um, a musical profile, you can't. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, Playboy Cardi and ASAP Rocky, and the song is called New Choppa. What's with this now, Choppa? What's a Choppa? I feel like everyone's always talking about Choppas. 
It's it's an automatic pistol. Dude, these guys need it. I was gonna say a helicopter, but no, it's an automatic. These pistol. These guys need to start chop stop buying because it, like it would chop down a tree. Like if you got an automatic pistol and you spray at a tree, you can literally chop it down. Not a pistol, but wow. that's the idea. That's a chopper. It's anything. It's wow. mostly anything automatic. So this is Playboy Cardi new chopper featuring. So essentially, he's saying he's got a ASAP. new gun. Yes. Okay. Here we go. This this is the intro. Can you pause it? Is that his real voice? Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay, it's not. Also, just the just the intro. Like this scene, like, <laughs> like just just like come really present. Like just like just like breathe this in for a second. Okay. <laughs> the fuck is happening? Yeah. No, it's super sick, John. They're that just they're the just point. chilling. You're missing the point. It's really cool. They're drinking on some honey. Like, I don't think they're this smoking. guy's ever lifted a single weight in his entire life. Doesn't have to. He's an after now. No. Snobby bitch, cops on the ideas, hope they as fast as my ID does. She say I'm special, that's obvious. Rich cause my ideas run up the racks for the most part. I rap when they ask what my hobby is. Run it up, now one of them. Interesting, uh interesting video here. John, I, I gotta ask, are you now kind of conflicted because you're uh, an investor in Smith and Wesson? Like what if they're what if they went out and bought all Smith and Wesson guns for this video? Well, if they bought Smith and Wesson guns, they'd actually come with a free uh carrying case actually with a lock on it and inside the case actually is a whole gun like safety awareness pamphlet <laughs> uh, smith and western was one of the first um gun companies to do this and actually make it mandatory and it actually was one of the reasons why they actually had some issues in the early 2000s and it was there was actually a huge blowback in the gun community for that and they also are uh, the only uh, gun company in America, gun manufacturer in America to actually have a popular YouTube channel that actually has all the gun safety uh, things that you'd want to know. Wow. And all of their guns are, that. yeah, they were one of the first guns actually to have a manual safety on it. Or sorry, uh, or, uh, yeah, manual safety. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. John, 
Tell us what these guys were talking about here. Well, they were talking about new choppas. Okay. Um, I will say, by the way, shout out to Aesop Rocky for having some level of gun safety by being on a firing range. Just want to like uh, promote that in the world. Okay. So versus like in like a neighborhood. (laughs) Yeah. Among vehicles. (laughs) Yeah. Like on the street. There was no eight year olds in the video. So good for you, Aesop. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They weren't holding clocks. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, new choppa, new choppa. It came with the beam. Activists pouring up lean. Got Flacco, yeah, Rocky. He passed me the beam. I shoot like a king. All of these knots on my jeans, Alexander of McQueen. Diamonds, they looking like me ice out with the hoe like I'm Ike. Stack up my cash like a hike. Take advantage of the sprite. Take the bando, bring the height. We just go hard in the kitchen. How to catch up with my bitches. They know what you're, or that young N-word be living. I roll up an L in the lobby. My partner's got WAPs and it's probably a Glock or a Tommy. From, by the way, Tommy is made by uh, Smith & Wesson. They own oh, Thompson. Tommy gun? They, well, they own Thompson. Yeah, rifles. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, from H to the E, double hockey sticks keep a chopper or chopper chop keep a chopper chop you if you try me bitch let's see who next on my home homie list homie list like homicide oh, okay homie list okay cardi like rocky you bodied this that's my provoc or prerogative shit on them that's my potty list accused of being bougie by a snobby bitch Cops, cops want to ID us. Hopefully as fast as my ideas. She's say, or she say I'm special. That's obvious. Rich because my ideas run up the racks for most part. I rap when they ask me what my hobby is. Run it up. Not one of them. Rich as fuck. I'm a hundred up. Swipe, swipe like I'm on a bus. It's ASAP and I ain't want to rush. Yeah. You know, ASAP dated Rihanna. I actually went I to an ASAP Rocky that. contest, or uh, not contest, a uh, concert. Oh, yeah, are you serious? Yeah, in uh, when he was like really small, I was because re- like my uh, yeah, like um, like Purple Swag Chapter Two. That was like one of my favorite songs back in the day. You know, jeez, yeah. like you long just long live ASAP or whatever. He was like gripping my pistol, gripping oh, my yeah, chrome. Yeah. You know, like that kind of thing. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Holy. He's like, work, put in work, put in work. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that, that thing, yeah. It was good. But I, when he was like really small, uh, like small as in like not as big, I guess like po- in popularity, uh, he went to, uh, he came to a nightclub here in Kelowna. What? Yeah, called Sapphire. Yeah, I remember John telling yeah. us this. Yeah, yeah. my buddy's Sapphire. not going. I think I paid $45 for the ticket. Yeah. That's nothing. Yeah. 45 bucks. We were bucks. talking about this a while ago on the podcast. Like, we were talking about mus- musicians that we've seen before they became really big. Yeah, I saw John. Waka. Actually, although I saw this guy when he was big, Waka Flock of Flame. Do you remember that song? Like, we go hard I in go the paint. hard yeah, in yeah, the yeah, mother. Yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. although I'll, I'll be honest, I think he like peaked and then he like was on the back end of that tape because he fell off, right? He just stopped trying. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was Waka Flocka. I, I went to. Um, uh, there was another big song that he had. 
There was a no hands. Yeah, no, no hands. hands. Yeah, that was a good song called. too. Uh, ASAP. There was another guy I went to as well. Um, it's kind of like a fatter rapper. I forget his name. Doesn't matter. He had dreads. Either way. Yeah. Schoolboy Q. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't really like his music. I don't like it yeah. either, to be honest. But he, he and it was actually, like I'll be beats. honest, it was actually a really bad concert, really bad. Uh, it was at this because there's a there was a, there used to be like this really big music festival out here called uh, um, Center of Gravity, and they would have some big like I saw like um, do you know who was really good it was Snoop Dogg. Oh, Snoop Dogg. Dude, you've been to a lot of concerts. I've literally been to one. Snoop Dogg was really good. My favorite of all time though was Hoodie Allen. I love his songs. I love him. Great. Yeah. Hoodie Allen. Snoop Dogg was epic though. Ice Cube, he was okay. He was okay. Like when he did his like his popular songs, it was like, yeah, this is good, you know? Yeah. Uh Hoodie Allen. Yeah, I like Hoodie Allen. Some white guy. Okay, John, what is it? What are the, Just another white Jewish is... rapper. Um, yeah, he actually worked at Google. ASAP going up against, uh, he's gonna go up against uh, Charlie Munger. Oh God! It's actually a very Playboy short, Cardi. It's actually a very versus uh, Charlie Munger. Yeah, Lord. very short quote. Munger's attitude about fishing is revealed in the story he once told when musing on the gullibility of many investors. This fishing tackle manufacturer I knew had all these flashy green and purple lures. I asked. Do these take fish? Charlie, he said, I don't sell these lures to fish. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I read that three times and every time I was like, yo. It's, or, like, or like John's attitude about social media is revealed in the story he once told <laughs> when, when musing on the gullibility of many socialites. This fishing tackle manufacturer I knew had all these flashy green and pur- purple lures. I asked, do these take fish? Do these fish take these? Charlie, or sorry, John, he said, I, I don't sell these lures to fish. Yeah. It's a good Could one. Could have been better, the metaphor, but yeah, the substitute. Um, but I get, I get what you're saying. One. I totally agree. So this is a Marcus Aurelius one. This is another really short one. So other people hurt me. That's their problem. Their character and actions are not mine. What is done to me is ordained by nature. What I do by my own. Yeah. Oh, yo, I got to show you something, eh? Playboy Cardi may have a new chopper. I have a Kindle. Oh, damn. There it is. With the new chopper. What do you call that? Is that, that's, that's a... That's better than that's better than a chopper right there. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll be chopping up these pages, baby. <laughs> Don't worry about me. A little Kindle, Kindle action. Yeah, I can't share quotes on this one. Mm. John, def- I looked up, and John definitely has the Rolls Royce of Kindles. Okay. Oh, you can't look up yeah. quotes. No, I I added you as a friend on Goodreads. That's the only way I can share quotes with you, John. Austin, I don't know if you, really? do you have Goodreads, Austin. No, I don't. Yeah. So John, just add me on Goodreads, and I'll just shoot you some quotes. Yeah, okay. But yeah, I can't send them. I can't send them on email. That's pretty much it. But I've been enjoying it because I get the urge, like you know, there's like specific spots in your house, Austin, where you like you sit down, like maybe it's a couch or your bed, 
and like it's weird if you don't have your phone. Yeah. You just substitute it with a Kindle. Mm. Oh, dude, it's crazy. So, so you can kind of like ride I, the I satisfy addiction. Yeah, I satisfy no that itch. Way. And there's no apps to like tab out into. It's just more books. So if I get bored of one book, instead of changing from like Instagram to Snapchat to Facebook and making that wow, death loop, wow, wow. I just go yeah. to like death read loop. the other book, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Honestly, though, uh, I can relate to that. So like. Uh, so when Trisha works a night, like Trisha has to work a night shift tonight. So like when I get off the podcast, she's just gone. So I, I just have the rest of the night by myself. And I, right now I'm, so the as demons. in, I guess in like, normally I can like, you know, do activities with Trisha to keep myself occupied at night. But when she's not around, I, I, I just have my Kindle. Right. And, and I'm like, I'm, I've, I'm on a, I'm actually gonna make it public so that people actually hold me accountable, but I'm actually doing a YouTube, like just elimination as in for the next 52 years there's no exception there's no way dude no, no way dude, dude. No, no i don't know there's no way i don't hold know hold on I'm, it's to the it. point where like because normally like i'd find like a way around that you know like i'd go on board game geek and like watch like board game youtube videos you know like on board game geek but i found yeah, I've, but, I've, but as soon as you enter that domain you lost no I, I know i'm saying i used to do that i'm saying no exceptions i don't watch youtube period someone's like hey yo like look, look at this video of youtube i'm like no thanks buddy it's all good. It's kind of like, you know, it's like your friends like, hey, do you want to hit a cigarette? I'm like, no, no, I don't, I don't smoke anymore. You know what you should, you know what you should look into? You should look into curiosity stream. Okay. I'm not trying to replace like one thing, you know. Okay. Point being, point being, I'm sitting there reading my Kindle and, sure. and, and I'm like, got so bored. I, like, I was like, fuck, I'm just like, I have nothing, you know, because I can't watch YouTube. Yes. So I yes, just like, put yes. it down and went to sleep. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, and then, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> so i like woke up. woke up like 45 minutes later because i was like bored of sleeping and i like read more and then i went to sleep and i was out cold for the rest of the night but it was like i had nothing that is so i was amazing. so i was so bored that i was like fuck it sleeping sounds like fun <laughs> <laughs> okay john like that's the thing though is that i i think that you can enjoy a little bit of like the board game geek thing though i don't right? know man i don't know and i agree with john because i was thinking about this the other day and I'm and, you know, I, I'm like I haven't I haven't done as much thinking as I like to do before making before saying things to friends. But when when people say, "Oh, it's all about balance," sometimes I think I, I correct myself. Most of the time, I feel like most people don't have the right equipment, including myself, to actually exercise balance. Yeah, I'm trying to try and to hold off until I have more mm. better equipment. Imagine if like. Like the way I look yeah. at it at this point is that like each of the social media websites is like a different drug dealer. Okay. They all, they, they all sell like, they all sell drugs, but like every drug does a different thing, right? Like I don't, like I, I, I agree that YouTube is like probably like the marijuana of, of like the social media world. As in like, you could probably smoke a bit of weed here and there and be just totally fine. Like, you know, Joe Rogan smokes weed and he's, you know, totally, you know, <laughs> coherent and rational. Mm -hmm. But I would definitely say that like different individuals, like Joe has a way better you know like his his ability to handle weed and, and process that versus myself it's just a different level right maybe he has more experience yeah. with it maybe it interacts with our bodies yeah. different i'm not sure but point being seems like weed works for him don't work for me okay or at least not in the same way it seems like it yeah yeah okay there well i was gonna here i'm just gonna finish off the analogy so basically viewing each of them as a drug dealer it's like okay just because youtube's weed my weed dealer right it's like imagine if like your drug dealer had like i don't know like a really good book collection it's like 
I'm still not going to my drug dealer's house to go read. You know, like there's other ways of getting that same information. Like I'm not going to go like, you know, like every time fucking, you know, you know, I don't know what my drug dealer's name is. Shoot, every time Schuster calls me up and he's like, "Hey, yo, John, you need, you want to get some, you want to read some books?" Schuster. And I'm like, "I don't know, man. Every time I come to your house, we get high." He's like, "No, dude, this time you just all you gotta do is just read the books, man." I'll tell you what, I won't even be here. And then you show up, and then you're reading the books and you're having a good time at Schuster's house. And then he shows up with all his friends and they're but all it's, high. But it's at a party. There's a party like, hey, yo, around dude, you. <laughs> I know you're reading books, but like I got that, you know, that chronic cryptocon and this shit's fucking, you know, this is gonna make you go deaf. <laughs> N word death. Okay, <laughs> dude, I don't want to die. I know I didn't say death. N word. I said death. N word. This stuff here. This is the, this, you know, yeah. This is, okay. Yeah. Sorry, it, it's a reference yeah. to uh, Cat Williams. Yeah. We should do that. Uh, that's why I, I YouTube I without think balance bullshit. is just crazy. <laughs> there should be a website YouTube without bullshit dot com. Dude, it'd be impossible to build I that. I know, man. because You'd need yeah. YouTube's technology to build that. I know, I know. To filter through, to be able to understand the video, I the know, content of I the know. video, and moderate it. Um, I know, and the problem with all the ones yeah. that try and like not have like bullshit on it is it ends up just being like everyone's pastor creates YouTube videos. Everybody's who? Like, if you like go to like... Like there's like there's like some websites that are like more built around like educational stuff, but they end up being like the worst content basically. Okay, that's a very umbrella statement. Did you try Curiosity Stream, for example? I have, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you okay, my bad. I've tried Curiosity Stream. Curious. There's another one that like now take in mind, I mean, I will say that my referral for this other website was an eighty five year old man, so like kind of like maybe, you know, <laughs> maybe not the best. But like the documentaries, like if your goal was to, you know, die within the next five years, as in you're like trying to like, you know, <laughs> like, like part education, part hospice house, like that's what this was, you know, that's what this one was. Oh my God. It was so. What? Yeah. But John, I actually understand what you're saying because to put out great documentaries and content, you need a lot of money and all the money is where the attention is. Yeah. So you either like need a, a lot of catch money 22. or you need a lot of viewers and YouTube is where the viewers are at. Right. So Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, you guys want to wrap it up? I actually, I have to go to the bathroom. I could give you the details on that, but uh, <laughs> oh, you're good, bro. What? Um, how long have you had to go for? About twenty minutes. Yeah. I was just like, it was that awkward time. I was like, if I leave now, I'm gonna miss Whack versus Wise. Trisha. Really is, By the uh, way, I think uh, I, I think Charlie Munger took the W this week, but. We'll see what our audience thinks. No, hold on. Did you not get the fish? Did you, not, you didn't get the fish one, did you? I did. But I'm saying that I still think he wins. Charlie Munger wins. Yeah, Charlie Munger. Yeah, I'm saying he gets the W. Oh, for yeah. some reason, the way you said that, it sounded like the other guy won. I don't know why. No, yeah. no, no. No. Um, no. Trisha, like, so every time I go on a road trip, so Trisha just has, like, either the weakest bladder or she's just soft as fuck because, <laughs> and, I, and I'm, I'm not going to lie, I'm, I'm leaning on soft as fuck because... You know, I read somewhere, and I, you know, this is one of those ones where you like bro science. You like read this once, and it just for some reason, yeah. you know, you like bro read something science. that's probably bullshit, but like for some reason, just because you read it like a long time ago, it's just you'll like, never so, forget it. Anyway, I read somewhere where it's like females that haven't given birth can hold their bladder for three hours, <laughs> and it's like so far, you know, I've never seen that actually play out that bullshit. way. Yeah, yeah, but but like, see, it's it's like can hold there it's not not will see that yeah. you know what i mean like not yeah, will can. won't like will yeah. and can are two different things but anyway when, every time i go on a road trip with trisha 
I'm not even kidding. It's like we have to like she pees when she leaves the house. We pee like she has to pee once before we leave Kelowna, and then the first gas station outside of Kelowna, she has to pee at. And then yeah, she every a small bladder, dude. I know, but every it's like, like do you only pee in like 200 milliliters at a time? <laughs> like, dude, empty the fucking tank and let's get on with it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like why are we? You know, like you're just trying to like, like you're just trying to you fucking like like low key. I like I I wouldn't be surprised if like you know, two years from now, Trish is like, hey, yo, low key, like on the side, I've been building a YouTube channel where I basically review washrooms at every gas station. That's why I get you to stop. <laughs> because at this point, man, it makes no sense. Like, it's like, if we see a bathroom she hasn't been to, she's like, I got to try that out. Like, I got a little bit in me. I'll, I'll do it. I'll pee a little bit. That's hilarious. It's bad. It's a problem. Yeah. yeah, I've been on road trips with people that have small bladders. It's not not the funnest thing. Like, I'm going to start, like, I, I'm going to buy a sauna and get her to hop in there beforehand and just drain her dry and then go on a road trip. Because it's like, yeah. it takes an extra hour to go anywhere. Drain. Yeah. Yeah. That is hilarious. Interesting. I've well, learned just a in lot that, about the, the intensity today. of which I've needed to now urinate has has increased significantly after that explanation. So thank you for that. I'm, I think we I'm just going to edit. end the podcast. So I'm going to edit all this later. out. Yeah, this is yeah, the only this, time where yeah. editing all this out probably yeah. makes sense. Yeah. What? It's Don't throw your hands value. up like Absolutely that. Absolutely zero value. So random. He's um, <laughs> just going to edit that guys, out. See you next week. Yeah. John's like that was so interesting. I'm not going to edit it out because that's the promise we made. We're not editing anything out. But yeah. I do have that power. Okay, guys. We seriously did. <laughs> that no, no, okay, sounds yeah. like a guy who's power tripping a little bit. Oh, Dude, I, that, that's God, why I said God. it. There was, there was, there was the humor. We in end it. the conversation. Okay, fine, fine. For Wait, Austin, Austin, you can go. You can go. Let, let, hold on. I want to ask. I want to ask John about. Was <laughs> <laughs> my week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Fine. I'll let you go. Okay. Let's okay. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Okay. 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 Take care. <laughs> hey, listeners. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. As usual, you can find us on Instagram at the Weekly Call Pod or through email at theweeklycallpod at gmail.com for any questions or comments about any of our material and just to kind of pick our brain or even challenge us on a few things we said today. The intro and outro music was brought to you today by William Scott Thompson. You can find him on Spotify under that name. He has a lot of other great material on there that you can go listen to as well. Thanks so much for tuning in this week, guys. We'll see you soon.